I'm happier with that than the last one. There's no silly Winnie the Pooh handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be something on your cheek. On, on your, on your cheek. I feel like you should play a silly character next time, just to get all your silly out. <laughs> well, I normally play silly characters. Like Lloyd is not a comfortable character for me, which was half the reason I wanted to play Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Got it. But uh, he's endearing. Next character, Lord Snuffless <laughs> Snollsbury. <laughs> <laughs> everyone and welcome back to another edition of Tales of. I'm Jan, your GM, and I'm joined once again by my friends and our wonderful cast. I'm Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Mike. I play Lloyd. Um, L- Lloyd lives in London. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How do you follow Hard that to up? follow. <laughs> 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 Uh, hi, I'm Charlie, and I play Jacques de Beauregard. Oh, just the one testicle this time. Yeah. in a Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or I thought that was a bit more of a perineum scratch uh, than anything else. Or, 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 or he's twirling, twirling wine. Jacques de Beauregard. We're going to have to take some videos of this at some point <laughs> to post on the Twitter. I, I dread the day. <laughs> Um, I'm Erica. I'm playing Maeve, your liaison to the dead. I'm Fabio, and I'm playing Connor Snatch the Rasher O'Leary. <laughs> what did you say? Snatch the Rasher O'Leary. <laughs> Snatch the Rasher is like a very old game that was played in Dublin in the 1800s. Is that basically who can steal the bacon from the butcher? Yeah, except it would be like a scarf or something on the ground and you have to run and grab it. So training. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, guys. Uh, this week, I would like to know what is the nicest or worst gift your character has ever received? I received a shit gift. Mm. You or Lloyd? <laughs> Lloyd received a <laughs> shitty gift. I think, so when we started working together, I guess, we were the first to meet. Yeah. I'm pointing at Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I think when we did our first vase and related job together, it was for some of your like fancy rich friends who assumed that Lloyd had more than he did and they got us gifts. And I think it was like it was like uh something totally useless to Lloyd because he doesn't have a house uh or a kitchen. Maybe like a set of fancy dinnerware. Like dessert spoons and shit. Like, what the fuck? A hat stand. A hat stand. <laughs> what is, the fuck are you going to do with a hat stand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like this. Something that is meant for a house that Lloyd doesn't have. Uh, or, or, yeah. I, I wanted to, like, rich people, they use like six t- different kinds of fork and eight different yeah. kinds of spoon and several hundred different kinds of knives. Uh, and I think he got like a set of. Oyster shuckers or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so that. It's something that Lloyd would have no call for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it'd be little knives. Well, I mean, hold on a minute. They're on, blunt. 
On the Thames, don't the cockles and stuff, you can use an oyster shucker to mm, open your cockles. I don't think you need an oyster shucker for a cockle. No, I don't know what either. No, I don't know what they are either, to be honest. <laughs> I think they're for oysters. Oh, do God forbid that you use the cockle shucker instead of the oyster <laughs> shucker. <laughs> Darling, exactly. where are your manners? Yeah, yes. Well, you got one of each. <laughs> <laughs> But the problem was, like, he got in a fight the next day, tried to stab the guy, but it was very blunt. He just shocked mm. him by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. 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 That was unpleasant. Right shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, uh, he, it was very blunt, and then he got the shit kicked out. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Zach, Zach, Zach. Okay, uh, uh, uh. I'm going to do both. I'm going to do both. I'm going to start with the, the worst gift. The worst gift is every time somebody tries to buy Jacques a bottle of wine. Look, uh, <laughs> let me be frank right now. I don't know I, if that's a Jacques thing or a general French thing. It's a, uh, both. Uh, uh, let me be frank right now. I, I will always be gracious and accept your gift. I, I Honestly, it means a lot. You've thought of me, but you shouldn't have. Really, you shouldn't have your your piece of wine that you drink in England is is uh, we've just lost all of our English uh, yes. <laughs> is uh, is a palate cleanser and not in a good way it makes me want to regurgitate uh, <laughs> my food and that's why it's a palate cleanser no um, uh, best gift now I'm going to get a, a little bit uh, personal with Jack um, aren't you always personal with Jack? Uh, that is true that is true that is true. Uh, but uh, uh, during during his uh, during his time in the army as an army doctor, now uh, 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 as an army doctor, he is kind of in between the army and not. It's it's very interesting. It's it's almost like uh, it's almost like the 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 medical corps is 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 uh, independent in a lot of ways. So Jacques would spend a lot of time. Uh, traveling around meeting uh, local villages uh, hanging about uh, maybe dispensing some care uh, doing doing things you know that 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 he thought was good and interesting uh, and he actually became became close to a village and uh, a child had uh, carved for him in wood an animal now do not ask Jacques what this animal is he uh, barely recognizes it um, but he wears it on a piece of string uh, that he carries with him at all times. Uh, and now for a little bit of backstory, uh, that village got wiped out. So uh, for Jacques, this is very important. He will never uh, take it off. Uh, we'll, I mean, he might just shower, but uh, he, 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 it, is, it is underneath his clothes. It, it's not very big. Uh, it wasn't really meant to be a necklace, but he puts a string around it and he carries it. And it's a constant uh, reminder of his uh, failings uh, when he was in the army to, to... Or maybe it was more... It was about the time that Jacques started to understand what it is that he truly wants to protect. Uh, yes. This is when he, yeah, it's when he started to, to, to think for himself more than uh, what had been instilled in him. My God, this is such a downer for Jacques. Did I tell you guys about the shitty wine that they tried to offset on him? Man. <laughs> oh, we'll peel at that onion another yes. time. All right, I'll also do both. Uh, best gift 
was uh, an ancestral diary that's been passed down through her family. She's not quite sure which female ancestor wrote it because it's entirely in Gaelic and there's no name, but it's been in her family for generations and she uh, wants to find somebody to help her translate it um, as well. She brought it with her from the States when she came to London. And worst gift would be an engagement ring that she very astutely said no to. <laughs> but did she keep the ring? No. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. What did the ring look like? Oh, it was a ghastly, like something you'd buy in an estate auction. <laughs> For the non-American listeners? You don't know what an estate auction is? I know kind of what it is, but I don't know what that means of how ghastly when, it would look. when rich people do well is it okay so it's ghastly because it was extremely gaudy ah, okay large ring this this person was trying to like woo her with with money and jewels and such and she was not having any of it mm-hmm. like that's that's not what i want <laughs> and what happened on that rejection oh he th- pitched a fit <laughs> and she just walked away surprises me not smirking to herself <laughs> I'm dying to find out what other attempts to to woo Maeve did this man do. You'll have to ask her in character. Exciting. This is next time Jack's drunk. Better conversation. Next time Jack's drunk, he just asks about all of Maeve's past. (laughs) Lovers, experiences. Like, excuse me, why do you want to know? Are you interested? You should get drunk and have a tit for tat. Ah. (laughs) That would be funny. Like you can just imagine the two of you sitting around the fire, just like a glass of wine each. Spill the tea, girl. <laughs> oh God. Uh, best and worst present. Oh, either, oh, or. either well. or. It could be either it's or. The, it's the same present. <laughs> <laughs> it was a forty-year-old tinned pound cake, which uh, <laughs> some of his troops found in a down the back of the mess. And his birthday when he was first captain or a lieutenant. Eh, lieutenant. You're still young. Um, yeah, it was a 40-year-old 40, 40 pound cake. It was sealed with lead, which had leaked into the cake. <laughs> he was blind for two days after eating it. <laughs> but it was the best present because he loves pound cake. <laughs> uh, but he also loves Battenberg. And... I'm just going to name cakes. Opera cake, you know, the Hungarian opera cake no, with all the know. lots of layers. He likes that as well. Um, certainly a Black Forest gato. <laughs> Victoria sponge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Lemon drizzle. Loves that. Connor and I love a lemon My drizzle favorite. cake. I fucking can't get enough of <laughs> lemon drizzle cake. Uh, Jacques is hungry. Uh, now I, I like, want cake. Uh, yeah, I want. I, I want. want I want cake that will blind you. That sounds amazing. No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow cake. <laughs> hmm. Oh, please keep going. Um, do I have anything else to say about cakes? No, it's, it's fine. It's just uh, I just found it really funny because I realized this is the third conversation now where we've gone on a tangent about baked goods. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm thinking like, how can I make this into a whole compilation? This is just a running theme. It's going to be in the show notes. Like, and yet again, we talk for a good 20 minutes about just baked goods. Just turns into a baked goods podcast. <laughs> I love that. Today Talking on, on Tilted Toppins. <laughs> <laughs> 
tilted turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> tilted toffee pudding. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Victorian erotic cakes. Like just one that's an ankle. <laughs> One's like a bit of collarbone. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would have to be owned by a granny. Right? No, well, Mrs. Mundy bakes cakes. Well, there you go. Mrs. Mundy does way too much. No, no, I mean, this is a Tuesday thing. Every Tuesday yeah. she bakes cakes, but they're all in pie casings, and you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> and that's because she got to take a day off on Miscellaneous Monday. They got Mystery Miscellaneous Monday, which is where you also don't know what's in the pie. <laughs> Tuesday, you don't know what's in the pie, but you know it's going to be sweet. But uh, how, if you can't see what's in the pie, how do you know it's an erotic cake? Well, it's not. Well, that's, I don't know. Oh. What, I don't think. No, she doesn't they do kind of look ones. like a nipple sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Let's recap what happened last session. The team re-entered the mysterious museum in the hopes of finding some more answers. Inside they found a distressed Mrs. Milliner, who was frantic after discovering the offerings of milk she had been leaving were now overturned, a certain sign that being residing in the museum had been angered. They then proceeded to open up the locked storage room, finding inside many boxes bearing a specific but unrecognized coat of arms, and a notebook that appeared to belong to Lord Winford. Inside, Winford's notes cast suspicions on Mrs. Milliner and the existence of a brag, a type of brownie specific to Milliner's home county and known to shapeshift into horses and donkeys to cause mischief. After Connor left the notebook behind with a collection of crude drawings, Jacques then approached his fashion rival and one-time lover, Prattleton, in another exhibit. Prattleton accused the team of poisoning Mr. Baker with a tampered Monday's pie, the wrapper of which he said had been logged as evidence with the police, before then strongly insinuating that he, or the SSPP, had in fact been responsible for Mr. Baker's affliction. Then, with a collection of officers and hired muscle, he warned the crew not to get in the way of the SSPP activities. Northumbria, I think, is a made-up place, isn't it? No. No. No, Northumbria is real. Mm. It's in England. Yeah. It's on the map of Total War, that's it's what I know. literally <laughs> you in needed, your country. If you needed me to connect some dots, just on the south border of Northumberland is Newcastle. And Newcastle is not real. I've been there. Not a real <laughs> place. <laughs> and Winfrey's notebook said that he suspected milliners some kind of involvement. Yeah. Uh, I didn't put that together because I wasn't the, thinking of the, the bit of batter. That's why I, the, none of you went, aha, last session. So yeah. I was like, I think I might need to point that out. Yeah, you did need to point that yeah. out. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to kick off the episode as a kind of little bit of a skip scene from the end of the last session. Uh, I'd say we can start, start with a uh, crack of the, the, um, the museum doors being slammed behind you as you guys get kicked out of the museum. The, the doors, we see the doors as the camera comes up slamming behind you as you guys get kicked out on your asses. 
And there is then Barry and one of the police officers stood on the door with their arms folded watching you. Well, that went well. I feel like all of my parties end like this. Why am I not surprised? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you not surprised? Ay, ay, ay. Being ejected unceremoniously from a museum. Again. Not the first time this week. <laughs> this is a habit for you. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a habit. It's just something that befalls us on occasion. On occasion. Got it. She makes air quotes as she says, on occasion. Well, we got what we needed, so... Why hang about? So, where to next, then? It's Barry and a police officer standing there looking at us. Mm. Are they they within your shot? Right now, I'd say, yeah. They've just dumped you, like, a a couple of steps down. You can move... If you say you move away out of earshot, you can. Not before you throw in a slurry of French insults in their general direction. Please? (sighs) Yeah, you gotta... Yeah, you gotta do it now. Je baisse tes ancêtres, espèce de connard, va te faire chier, fils de pute! I I said, I said, I I liked his uh, shot. No worries, guys. What does it actually translate as? Uh, You don't want to know. I do actually. No. Yes. (laughs) Um, Does Lloyd have anything to say to his nemesis? Oh, yes. No, he's... Just doing his job. <laughs> I'd say that uh, Bar- Barry has got his eyes locked on Lloyd and is kind of like narrowed. Lloyd gives him a wink and then walks away. Barry is unmoved. Let's attempt to leave with some of our dignity intact. <coughs> What's left? <laughs> After they threw you out on your ass? Uh, well, did, uh, my arse never made I contact with out. the pavement. <laughs> You just hovering, holding onto the cane. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let's say that at least you guys go to the bottom of the steps if you want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Mm. Step, 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 with, step. With onlookers on us. As you get to the bottom of the steps, McCracken turns around and just gives a. Yeah, he doesn't like that guy at all. He doesn't like people with that weird V-shaped build <laughs> that you <laughs> described for Barry. <laughs> Basically, Johnny um, Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It I, makes I, him disquieted. I, th- I think I think we need to uh, discuss what we want to do next. The evening is upon us. Uh, yeah, it's about. I'm gonna say it's about six, seven p.m. This feels like a conversation to have over dinner. Tea. It's it, dinner time. It's tea time. Hang on, is it tea no, time it, in the way that in, in, in the north it's tea time. For yeah. the rest of everyone else, it's dinner time. Right, okay. Okay. Supper. I told you I'm still trying to get my Yorkshire accent back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to think like a northerner. That wasn't northern at all. Yeah, it's good enough. <sighs> it's better than my French accent. So. I know that my mum and dad are going to listen to this. <laughs> Parents, I am so sorry. I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> um, where are we having dinner? Do you want to go to the pub or do you want to go? Do we want to create somewhere to go to dinner? I think... Is there such thing as a greasy spoon back then? Oh. Absolutely. I mean, Mrs. Mundy's is technically a greasy spoon, I guess. It's a pie shop. And it's yeah, a, I had it's more a of a very fancy like, establishment. It's a yeah. very fancy establishment. <laughs> yeah, for where I'm from. Yeah, right. <laughs> they changed like Greg's, the... Uh, before Greg's happened. They changed the, um, the sawdust every week. Whether, it's, <laughs> whether it needs it or not. Like. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I think we would go to the 
historically appropriate greasy spoon equivalent. Mm. We go to a Wimpy's. Wimpy. <laughs> that was a burger chain from the 70s. The 1870s. <laughs> okay, so, so what what is our what is our tilted London equivalent of a greasy spoon called, and what does they serve? The sloppy saloon. Oh, it's definitely Texan themed. <laughs> I'm offended. That's that's why they take Maeve there. They think, oh, we'll get her some like home comfort food. <laughs> what you realize I'm from New York. Yes, right. I know. What about sloppy Stephen Silver Spoon? And right. it's it's what a is soup it with shop. The alliteration in this place. <laughs> alliteration is funny. Just deal with it. It's funny, no, I, 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 I think the same way that uh, we t- today we have like uh, uh, Victoria's, you know, year old Victoria's pub. I think it'd be something like uh, Henry's Eighth. And it's got to be like a pun, like Henry's Eighth. Henry, oh, eight, Henry like eight. sliders. Yeah, exactly. Sliders. <laughs> 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 In Victorian England. <laughs> tiny <laughs> mini versions yeah, of food. Voilà. This is perfect. Yes, let's go to Henry's Eighth Ciders. Five gentlemen. It's like a burger place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five gentlemen. Five gentlemen. Five, oh my God. I five gentlemen. Yeah, yes. uh, is this where we get taken by five guys? Yeah. Excellent. I've always wanted okay, to. Okay, I want you guys to each tell me one thing about the establishment. So we paint the scene for the listeners. Um, a five gentledoms uh, special menu is truppence halfpenny. Alrighty. And what is the special? It is a sausage on a slice of bread <laughs> with a potato <laughs> and some mustard. That sounds very. That sounds like something you'd get in Berlin. Hang on. It is. <laughs> It is a it is a boiled blood sausage on a bun on a, on a bun of some description with Jeez. some kind of relish and a, oh. che- and, a and a cheese yeah I like some horseradish that sounds delicious actually that maybe some horseradish oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those are horseradish well, do they like in it, like around the Cockney areas of London like they eat really weird stuff like like pickled like vinegar pickles yeah. and stuff and like that ch- so. it's got chips and gravy right. and mushy peas right. why why is that uh, weird though. So Maeve, what else is... <laughs> tell us another detail about the five gentlethems. Um, well, they have unshelled peanuts, and if you crack the peanuts, <laughs> you can leave the shells on the floor and crunch, and it, like, glosses the floor. Oh, that would be the Texan restaurant. <laughs> no, Wait. five guys used to do this, too. What do we think it looks like inside? Oh, I am so glad you asked, because I've been waiting for this. Okay, here yes, we go. Please, yeah. There is a counter... There is a counter where uh, the uh, the owner who has been there for years, her name is uh, Madame Ma- <laughs> Madame I don't know Madame Blacksmith. Okay, her name is Madame Blacksmith, and uh, she she picked the wrong profession. It indeed, seemed. indeed, was well, not it, not letting fate determine. No, no, what no. She's it was it life. was her, her her father who was a blacksmith. She instead decided she wanted to do this. Uh, it has a counter, and behind there's the kitchen. Okay, and the counter, and she's well known that every time uh, somebody gives an order, she she says, "All right, no problem." She doesn't write it down. She turns around and screams it, belts it out from the, the, the her, from her chest outwards to the kitchen and you hear the, the staff in the kitchen say all right yeah and you can see the kitchen and um it's become quite endearing everybody goes there to see this tiny little old lady 
I mean, she's not that old, but she's a little old. Uh, uh, just, just with a meek voice. Yes, take your order, no problem. And then turn around and just belt it out. He's having tea with toast. <laughs> Um, it reminds me actually It reminds me of Japanese izakayas Where they'll take your order And they'll yell it to the kitchen And the kitchen goes Hi Yorokonde yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's, uh, yes with pleasure mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm, I'm inspiring this by an actual greasy spoon that, uh, that is very famous in London Where all, all the time you get a shot of a greasy spoon can in I, London Can I maybe ask a stupid American question? What the hell is a greasy spoon? Oh I'm so glad you asked for our international <laughs> audience now you have the opportunity to make <laughs> make up a different reality now. Uh, it's where you can get a really wholesome daily food um, that are served on giant pre-greased spoons. Oh, never seen this before in my life. It aged in the food slightly. And I have been to England many times. <laughs> Am I too highbrow for a greasy spoon? Uh, You you need to hunt them down now. If you go to London specifically, you need to hunt them down. Yeah, because of the big spoon shortage of 96, it's uh, it's become You're making that shit up. (laughs) I can tell you are lying to me. Traditionally, Wombles make their spoons, (laughs) and Wombles are obviously close to extinct. Well, didn't they have... They had like a lawsuit, right? This is why a lot of them closed down, is because they would grease the spoon too much, and people would lose it down their throats. Oh, I... just slide down. Oh yeah, but that was that was that can't be real. That was ninety five. Yeah, a lot of people choked on spoons. I I heard that that they closed down because of the the lawsuit about what was the legal definition of a spoon versus a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) And they lost. Uh, I'm leaving now. (laughs) Goodbye. No, 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 no. We should give her a real definition. Greasy spoon is where you go to get like almost like canteen British food, like really mm. fast, easy, cheap, greasy, uh, typical British food. So like chip butties, um, like mm. fry, full fried English chip breakfast. Chip butties are so weird. They're amazing, especially if you have so much butter on the bread. Oh yes. Butter. Butter. Here's what? a treat for yourself. So get a, a baguette. Get some oven chips, and a nice aioli. Oh. You are in flavor country, my friend. <laughs> I have uh, become an aioli fan over the last couple of years. Yeah, there's a nice vegan aioli in Etika. Yes, I've bought that a few times. It's very good. So they're just like the equivalent of like an American diner, right? But with greasy English food instead of yeah. greasy American yeah. food. Yeah. yeah, except American diners are not always greasy. There's like nicer diners where the food isn't greasy. And then there's like grungy diners where the food is they're, absolutely they're also, greasy. Uh, imagine also imagine grungy diner mm-hmm. and probably about... Cut fifty percent of the menu options, and mm. that's your greasy spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. another thing about diners is they literally have everything. Yeah, yeah. No, what's a greasy, greasy spoon? Greasy spoon is more a category yeah. of a, a sector. It's of like the, the dive industry. bar of diners. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a very. That's, I think that's a good way of putting it. The dive bar of diners. See, that even has alliteration. I don't You're like welcome. that alliteration is becoming a thing. DBD. <laughs> that's my favorite anime. <laughs> Anyway, Mikey, Mikey, we haven't had Dodging. your contribution. What do you think is in the diner? Or what it looks like? How is it laid out? So, Who's in right. there? So, well, I don't know about that, but I know that they cook everything in peanut oil. Um, and <laughs> oh, what Jesus. this has done in... in um, it's delicious. Th- they're largely thanked, actually, by the, uh, by the by law people. They're thanked by law? Yeah, because they are they were iconic and quintessential even in the uh, in the discovery 
of peanut allergies because so many people died eating their food. That, wow, okay. There, there is a very poorly painted picture on the wall and it's Queen Victoria, like in a Marilyn Monroe pose with her big <laughs> black dress. <laughs> and then like there's a picture of that looks like, what's that one with the the diner? You know, the empty diner and you're looking oh, in the, the window. The yeah, what's the name uh, of that? I'm not painting? sure. You who's should in, know that one, Erica. Who's in that though? That, pa- that famous diner painting from the outside. It's on the corner. It's like empty inside. Oh, I don't know the name of it. But it's a painting but, of but it. It's, it, it's that, but, but it's that. To- it's, it's this diner from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to come back to the peanut allergy thing. I think that's a it's really... It's called Nighthawks. Nighthawks at the diner, it. yeah. This peanut allergy thing, that's it's a real ballsy move mm. to like to realize that yes, they um, they discovered peanut allergies and, and it made like a, a big thing, but they continue to keep cooking yeah, it's peanut a oil thing. despite the fact that it could kill someone. No no no, it was a marketing thing. They actually put it on the front on the door, like on the front this when you come in. Can kill you. Fruits oh, and it's like thrill, thrill seekers. <laughs> thrill seekers walking. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's let's sit down. So I'm gonna say, uh, what do the tables look like inside? There is, um, I'm gonna say, there's a couple of booths like in an American diner, um, and there's like one in the corner that's almost like a pub, you know, that has like the glass around the side, and it has nice green leather on the seats, um, and um, a couple of little gas lamps inside. And you guys find yourself, you can get into the get into the corner booth, and you have this little like uh, closed almost close off little area who is our waitress that jan is going to uh improv well her name is janice <laughs> what 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 happened to a uh, meek little mrs uh oh, but, but she's the oh, oh she's the one behind but she's behind the counter, she's behind the counter okay yeah. so i will be her so that's madame blacksmith we oui. okay well so her you, name is is mrs blacksmith uh, and i would I like you to play her as steve buscemi <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good in my classes yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. We'll revisit this one day. So, okay, I'll be I'll be Miss Bla- Blacksmith. So you guys get in the booth and you sit down. And after a minute, Miss Blacksmith comes over to the table. What does she look like? Oh, no, we don't order at the counter. I'm going to say no. Okay, fair enough. She's a, she's a quiet little thing, you know. So petite. Yeah, she's petite. You would you wouldn't you wouldn't think that she's able to belt when she needs to. But she's a quiet little thing, uh, meek in beha- almost in in looks. Uh, although she's very confident in her stride, she she knows what she's doing. She's been doing it for years upon years, and uh, she she uh, she might have a little bit of a hard look, but whenever yeah. there's a customer, she always you know. Holds out a little smile, a courteous, welcome, you know, welcome, welcome. So it's short, short but scary. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. Fa- I'm in familiar territory here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, so she looks pleasant, and then just when you least expect it, she belts out the order to the kitchen. I'm gonna, uh-huh. say, I'm gonna say that she's she's blonde. Oh yes. And she has just like a very simple uh, like uh, braid down the back of her hair. Uh, she, back of her head. So she's small, and but she's very stocky, right? Right, sure. Why she's not? very Hang on, stocky. What age is she? And she works. She when she's at the counter, she stands. There's like a stool, a series of stools behind the counter. So she looks very large and imposing until oh, she okay. like brings you your food, and she like disappears underneath the also counter. Also in she very comes familiar to. territory here. What what age group is she in? She's thirty-five uh, to forty. 
Yeah, I was, no, I was going to say a little also older. Also in very familiar to No, 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 I was going to say... It's almost she, like they're trying to say something, <laughs> no. Jan. I shouldn't have... I, I tried very hard by making her blonde to differentiate mm. ourselves, but... But I mean, natural colors are red. <laughs> no, I, I would say... <laughs> she, she bleaches her blonde. Yeah, yeah. No, I she's close to the middle age to, to old, so more like in her 40s, 50s kind of thing. Okay, so you guys sit down, and Miss Blacksmith comes over. She kind of... When yes. her, the little heels and she's like alright good evening well, everyone she, she cannot be in heels she works all day uh, she's just that good oh voila alright everyone uh, oh lovely to see your faces um, what can I be getting used this evening I will have the uh, lamb cobblers and coachman's rare bit one lamb cobbler and a coachman's rare bit <laughs> My ears hurt. Oh, and a cup of tea. Oh, and one <laughs> cup of tea. Why have you brought me here? <laughs> it's it's it was the closest it's, place. It's, it's one of the best places. <laughs> it was nearby. It's Maeve, incredible. Maeve does not want to order because she doesn't want this lady to yell it in her ears. <laughs> She's not oh, yelling. But at you do. Her ears. You do look like you need something in you, darling. What can I get you? Maybe the lady's got a bit of a, a sweet tooth. Can I maybe get you one of my one of our freshly made pies? Ooh, lovely. Fruit pie? Sure. We got some fresh custard. The fruit pie. What kind of fruit is it? Uh, we've got peach and we've got apple. Apple? One apple pie! Would you like to have a custard with that? No. But hold the custard! <laughs> Anything to drink, maybe my darling? Like, Flinching every time this woman yells. Yeah. She looks so disturbed. She, can I get you anything to drink, darling? She likes the coffee. You can stop yelling. Oh, we got a coffee drinker in the house. Bring out the finest roasted. I didn't order a coffee. Who ordered me a coffee? No problem. I've got you. <laughs> and what about she this fine... She glares at you. <laughs> and what about this fine dashing gentleman? Look at you coming into my establishment. <laughs> Bonjour, madame. Um, Maeve looks <clears throat> disgusted. I, 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 I will have uh, 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 the special, please. Oh, special? Yes, in uh, the cup of, of your finest tea, please. Uh, what did we say the special was? It was blood sausage? Blood sausage. Oh, blood sausage on, on a bap. Mm. One blood special and another cup of tea, please. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> they call it the Bloody Nora. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let me get that again. <laughs> One bloody Nora and a cup of tea. This sounds so wrong. <laughs> oh, hello, Lloyd. What you do around our neck of the woods? Oh, right, Gav, I'm just just there for a uh, for a change of pace. I've had enough pie this week, I think. It's always nice to see your face. What can I get you? Uh, I'll have the uh, stone baked focaccia with diced Mediterranean veg, thanks. <laughs> I thought you were going to order a pie. <laughs> Did you order a pie? <laughs> I thought, I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to drink? Uh, I'll have a room temperature peppermint tea, please. One peppermint tea and a fancy foreign hoo-ha! It's <laughs> <laughs> always good Do, when you get a cup of here. And is there anything else I can get to? Does a hoo-ha mean what it means in the US? Because <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. Oh, goodness. What does it mean in the US? A willy. That, it's like a fanny. Oh, oh that's Your awesome. hoo-ha. But a fanny's an ass, right? 
fanny pack is a is a bag that you wear. Yeah, so fan, fanny in America is, is ass, but fanny in the UK is pussy. Yeah. Vagina, please. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> vulva, if you want to be correct. Vulva. Vulva. Oh, we get I thought that was a car. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> please do repeat that. Oh, what? So what I thought that was say? a car. <laughs> they're boxy, but, but they're good. That's a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong century. I'll let you drive my fanny anything. <laughs> 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 I'm not driving your fanny, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get on Tinder for that shit. <laughs> so a- anyway, uh, <laughs> Miss Blacksmith looks down and like, all right, darling, sir, that'll be right with you. Uh, enjoys your meal and let me know if you need anything else. I'll be right with you. Can I have uh... a... <laughs> Wait, what the hell is it called? I'll have a pork pie on the side, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> really? It's only a small one. Oh, Lloyd. And one supplementary pork pie on the side. All right, then. Uh, I hope you enjoy your meals. Uh, thank you very much for dining with us. And she tiptoes away. <laughs> she, she, I have a headache now? She's truly one of a kind. It's per the ambience of mm. this particular <laughs> establishment. Indeed. But I have a headache. Oh, can I, is it one of your psychic headaches? Oh, or just God, a headache? I hope not. Is it a psychic headache? Should <laughs> <laughs> I get you some liquor? Touch the pie and find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> Should I ask her to come back and bring back some, no. some pot or something? No. Okay. <laughs> so, what do we do? Colleagues, comrades. Comrades. Where are we? Let's uh, let's pour over our notes and consider what's happening. What have we deduced so far? Uh, <clears throat> Donc, uh, what do we know? Connor checks his notes. Checks his notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we can we say there's like a little bit of a chew mark on the bottom where? Um, McCracken Where McCracken's been having a chew at it. Yeah, definitely. And the other side, there's chew marks from tiny little teeth, and you can't figure out what they are. Oh, mm-hmm. mystery. There's. there's so there's bodies. <laughs> we, missing organs. We, we do not know why. We do know that uh, there are a bunch Sorry. of different organs yep. missing. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to these murders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we found a storage room. We're footprints. We know that that's a, some kind of brownie, a brag. Mm-hmm. Um, there were bodies. Are these connected? We know the brag is unhappy. Right, but the brag is not going to be the culprit of... No. Killing people. Mm. Exactly. They're not violent. But has the removal of their protection allowed something that is violent to come into the situation? Perhaps. Or, it doesn't work that way. Or the bodies are connected to whatever the crest is mm. on the box, on all of the boxes. I say let the bodies eat the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bodies are a red herring. Uh. Completely nothing to do with this case Suck whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck all the dead people. <laughs> Are you, so you think they're there to distract? Now I do. 
Mm. What do we reckon the bodies could just as easily be uh, someone foul playing than it could be a vasin? What what if they're trying to summon a vasin? Do we want to look up things about rituals and stuff? (gasps) What vasin is... That's uh, my area of expertise. (laughs) What what kind of vasin might be summoned with these organs? Exactly. I have these books... Do you now? <laughs> Take them out. And well, I remember you took books check. on brownies. No, I took several books. You took books on brownies and books that uh, had information about milk rituals. Mm-hmm. Should we be going back to the club then? Perhaps, yes. Check the library there. I'd say what we should be doing, if this is what we suspect now, we should, uh, we should send someone to look after Harry <laughs> in case he's the next victim. Who's Harry? Harry, our, our good old friend, the security guard. You mean Henry? Henry, Henry yeah, yeah. <laughs> Henry Baker, you mean? Henry Mr. Baker. Baker. That's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> M- Mr. Baker is, is my uh, patient. Uh, if you want, I can go back and check on him. I was going to send a man for him in the morning anyway to get any updates on his... Uh, condition. Wellness. Yes, his condition. Merci. Uh, but you think, uh, you think Mr. Baker is in danger tonight? Mr. Baker's not on duty. He's well, at home, right? No. He's at home. Yes. He's, 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 he's catatonic. He's yeah. catatonic, basically paralyzed in his bathtub. It's <gasps> an easy target if anyone wants to <laughs> rip off his toes or anything. Well, yeah, he, he. <laughs> I forgot he was paralyzed, yeah. yes. He has his wife with him, come on. Oh, can she protect him, you reckon? She seemed to care She's about very him very formidable. much. She had deb- They've probably been paralyzing people so they can remove their organs. Oh, sacré bleu. No, wait, do we know? Do, do we? No, we think... We he didn't think, have any cuts. Mm, but we think he was definitely so come purposefully his, paralyzed because wait, he had wait, a needle. This is important. I think you're on something. Uh, 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 the, the bodies, we found out, the uh, organs were ripped out surgically whilst they were still alive. But they were not able to fight back during that time. We figured it was because they were tied up, but perhaps ah. it's this poison. Yeah. So what poison that we don't know. We need to figure out what it is. Makes you wonder how we didn't think of this before, doesn't it? What well, this, <laughs> is, this is the art of investigation. <laughs> the art of retcon. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time we've discussed our clues properly. We, um, <laughs> what interrupted this from happening to Mr. Baker? The police were called. No, 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 no. They found him in the morning, no? I thought they found him in the morning, catatonic, uh, at and his desk. And they called the police. Oui, oui, oui. So that, to, to fill you back in. Um, so this, <laughs> this, happened, uh, this happened during the night that the SSPP were doing an investigation in the museum. So the SSPP were present in the museum. And what we know is the SSPP went in at night and Mr. Baker was there. And in the morning, Mr. Baker was catatonic and he was sent home. We also know that, um, what's his face, your lover, (coughs) threatened... It was a one-time affair. With saying that that needle wounds heal quickly Mm. and they wouldn't be found out. So he's implicated himself in poisoning... Mr. Baker. I'd be rough, uh, wouldn't it, for the SSPP if they found out trying to summon the very things they're supposed to be getting rid of? Oh, la, la. Possible. But uh, do we really believe... I mean, Pratolton is many things, but do we really believe him to be 
et qui leur All he said, uh, maybe he poisoned a mine or two, but uh, never to death. <laughs> This is part of his kinky play, you know? Maybe he likes, you know, not be able to move. Uh, I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I know things are a little more liberal on the continent. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Maeve just raises both eyebrows at you like, oh dear. <laughs> We can, we can try to test that out later, if you would like. No? Ex excuse me? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> Important business here. No time for dilly-dallying or flirtatious... Lollygagging? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Flirtatious lollygagging. Flirtatious lollygagging. So do we agree, then? Henry needs uh, one of us sort of check up on Henry. Mm, we yeah. should okay. probably double-check his organs are all there. Doc. No, 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 no. If he's missing organs, we would have seen it during his, our, uh, our in inspection. Yeah, you did get two successes on your medical exam, oui, so oui, I'd oui, like oui. to think that you would have noticed if he was missing any organs. Plus, we put him in the bathtub. I, <laughs> I think we would have seen something at that moment. <laughs> Why no? did you put him in a bathtub? We were trying to warm him up. Yes, you know, well, sometimes you are fighting, uh, you're tense up. Uh, you weren't putting him in ice water so you could remove his kidneys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no that's for after the removal. Come on, I know, I know my medicine. <laughs> anyway, we got that emblem of, uh, I reckon we could take that to Lucius Lemongrabs. Oh, yeah. Oh. Lemondaire, sorry. <laughs> Lemondaire. Oh. Lucius Lemondaire. Um, that's a, a good lead for, for them. Mm. Is it Lucius or Luscious? Lucius. Right. I reckon. <laughs> Luscious ain't your name, is it? <laughs> Not from lack of trying, it's Lucius. <laughs> right. Um I, I think I think we I think I think I, I volunteer to go see Monsieur Le Mondaire. Madame Le Mondaire, my mon Dieu. I'd best go with you so you don't lose <laughs> run of yourself. <laughs> At this point, Miss uh, uh, Blacksmith comes clacking over. All right, we've got uh, one lamb cobbler, um, one apple pie for the lady. Um, we've got uh, Bloody one uh, one special. Was it for yeah, you, yeah. my dear? Uh, one special and uh, one uh, fancy foreign frou frou. Frou frou, I think you said. But thanks. In a in a side oh, of uh, pie. Excuse me, my pronunciation's not that great. It's all right. I hang around with foreigners every day. <laughs> 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 Literally all of us. <laughs> um, and then she lays down the drinks as well. Anything else, my darlings? There's the pie. The oh, side yes, of yeah. pie. The pork pie. What's the happenings on that pork pie? Get it out of here now. I do like Miss Madame Blacksmith. She's very, she's very lovely. Always has a Bertha, kind of first name Bertha. Is her name Bertha, Bertha, Bertha. Blacksmith? Mm -hmm. I'm very with sorry about that. I'll make sure that your pie gets with you immediately, sir. That's all right, Bertha. So, do you still have that uh, that guarantee? It takes more than half an hour, I'll get another one free. <laughs> you do know that that's just a special for you, Lloyd, right? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Is that a yes, oh, I <laughs> She gets you by the cheeks and oh, I just can't say no to that face. Look at that face. His face is just like stone cold straight, like it always is. Covered in burns and scars. Connor gives the the lamb cobbler to McCracken. It's it's a peach cobbler with a with minced lamb on top. It's clearly it's clearly dog food. 
That sounds disgusting. <laughs> McCracken fucking loves it, man. <laughs> Dogs have questionable taste in food. Cats too. Yeah, tell me what's your food like. Well, I gave it all to the dog, so you mm. can you can extrapolate from that. What does McCracken's face look like? Um, it's kind of hairy, and it's got a big <laughs> It's a freaking dog. Um, it, it currently has lamb cobbler all over it, but he'll lick that off soon enough. Uh, as your doctor, Capitaine, I must say you are looking skinny. You must eat more. Uh, I've been I've been eating plenty, thank you. Uh, oh, opium and laudanum. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's uh, finish up this diner scene. So you've given your cobbler to McCracken. To McCracken. He's enjoying the shit out of it. Maeve, how's your pie? What's Maeve's face like as she's going to sickly sweet? She's like, it's too sweet. Jock. You're special. I'm not. I'm. I'm very surprised that American thought the pie was too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what is the world turning into? My <laughs> my. Uh, what Weird. was it? My special. My bloody Nora is delicious. Uh, is is very. Uh, Jacques has, has started to really enjoy all the bizarre flavors that he is finding in 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 Great Britain. Uh, uh, he just finds a certain delight in it. You know, like oh, this is so. Unusual. I this is wow, what a sensation for the mouse and his tea, perfect. Lloyd? The focaccia. <laughs> you know the for, the foreign frou frou. <laughs> no, you said hoo ha. I did the, first say hoo ha, then I said So the frou ha. The you said frou 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 it's just a map that she fucks at you from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the frou ha. It's the focaccia, but it's it's just like a fresh loaf of bread. But with like they don't know what a focaccia is. Lloyd doesn't know what a focaccia is. Okay, so we're going to have to get Lloyd into the Italian district. <laughs> I don't know or? what a focaccia is, if I'm being honest. I think it's a pizza kind of it's, thing. It's no. an Italian bread. You should <laughs> know these Italian things. It's an Italian type of bread. All right. Well, goodness. there you go. I've been successfully, I've been you shamed. You've been shamed, yes. So it's a loaf of bread. This is what a focaccia is in Tilted London. This is <laughs> canon. There's a, it's a loaf of bread. It's like stone. What do you call it? Hard bread. <laughs> <laughs> So it's bread that's gone off. No, 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 no. It's, it's day old bread. So um, it's gone off. It's not gone off. No, it's just a, it's a tad stale because it has to be to hold you in all of the ingredients. That stale is also gone off. No, 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 no. Here's, so it's like a pie basically <laughs> without a top, but it's a loaf of bread where you dug out the middle and put in ingredients. Also like an Italian dish. Bowl. Sourdough was the word I was looking for. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> that is not focaccia. Yeah. Well, no, like but it is in this all. universe, and you have to. You live can make focaccia with sourdough. Sure. divisive. Uh, you make focaccia with sourdough. Okay. Uh, Lord, sourdough is a type yeah. of dough, yeah. Mm. Lloyd, did you ever get your pie? Yeah, yeah, in, I put it in the focaccia. Focaccia. We're literally offending every Italian listening to this. Oh, well, we, Italian, have to, right. we have to half Italians here, so you know. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> what? Sounds we're the only one saying it. You two speak on behalf of all of your peoples. I've mean, so never that's lived fine. there, but I have an Italian name, so that counts for something. Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah, these two are half Italian. So am I. Well, oh my God. I'm a quarter Sicilian. Then you should know about focaccia. I know about focaccia, <laughs> not that it's made with sourdough. And the way he's describing it is not focaccia. Well, yes. no, but apparently it is for Tilted London. Huh. Which is what I'm saying is offensive. I <laughs> give you far too much freedom on your leash for Isn't establishing it like, like, like the Londoners are they're renowned for 
not knowing anything about outside of London. So mm. this is a London focaccia. I uh, see. So see, when Lloyd orders focaccia, Miss Blacksmith knows that's not what he means. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a sandwich that's made uh, named after but Frankie focaccia, the <laughs> gangster. Frankie fingers focaccia. Yeah. Frankie five fingers, who's <laughs> just like everyone else. Five fingers, <laughs> complete with all of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've had your meals, you've enjoyed them. What's the plan? We have forgotten. Okay, I'm going yes. to Lucky <laughs> Lucky Lamb Tree. Lu, no, Lucius Lemongrass. Yes. Lucius Lemongrass. With the sigil. I could also make some recommendations if you like. Yes. Uh, we have uh, the Gentleman's Club. We have Penelope. Oh, yeah. If you want I to talk to. I want to be there for that. Yes. If you want to talk to Penelope. Okay. Um, maybe you might want to ma- wait until tomorrow because um, yes. uh, some things that happen today might inform those decisions but uh, that is something that you could do and you also like if we're talking SSPP you have Penelope no. and you have the Admiral who are two SSPP knowledgeable wait, folks Penelope is uh, is also an SSPP no but she's daughter win- did we just no did we did we say that she was the daughter or the niece of Winter? daughter niece. okay we said niece Great grandchild, thrice removed niece, on yeah. her father's side. Okay, I misheard. So we have Penelope, who's the niece of Winford. So she has the Winford connection, but you also have the admirable, uh, the admirable, <laughs> the admirable. admirable. La, 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 la. admirable. We, we have the admiral, who could also be an interesting person to talk oh to. My. If the captain goes over to the. To to the admiral corner specifically you should talk to the admiral that's what I said well, I was gonna say I thought that Maeve like, might want to talk to the admiral as well but I also would love oh. to talk to the admiral so it sounds like we have several plans we do it yeah. like we one of the plans is to go to Lucius Lemon oh, yes. Lemon Butt Lemonade Lemonade Lemon Dare Lemon Dare uh, with this sigil someone else I suspect Miss Maeve to do some research. I'm going back to the gentleman's club. Yeah. Or the gentle them's club. Will they let Mm. you in without a member? I will write you a letter of entry. I think that since uh, y- she already went there with uh, with you, Barnabas would remember. Oh, okay, her. cool. Well then, uh, if if Excellent. you have, I'm a member by proxy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, what are you investing? Oh, you're looking for uh, something that requires uh, summoning organs. through organs. Great, something that Jan hasn't done any prep on. Ah. To give you red herrings and false leads. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Are you saying I Test shouldn't do research? No, I, I'm, I'm saying this is going to be a good challenge for Jan. No, if you have... Uh, if you have uh, research to do, uh, I believe I might be able to assist you. After all, I know my way around books. I practically... Uh, Breathe them, sometimes eat them. This is the first we've heard of this. This well, is disturbing. How do you think I learned my trade? I had you've, to go through trial and error. You've been, you've been showing yourself completely as like Crack. a fancy boy oh, who likes well. to go fuck his way around London. Oh, of la, course, la. no one thinks that you're a book reader. <laughs> Listen, uh, I am nothing if not a learned man. He is can be, can be very surprising. Fancy. Well, he's an educated absolutely. pansy. I'm just saying, up until now, this is not how he's been portraying Jacques. <laughs> I, uh... It has been difficult times lately, let's be honest. 
<laughs> we have had a lot of uh, running around to do. That, I just said it right, right? Running. 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 You are the French guy. Running. 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 You need to stick your chin out more. Running. 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 This language, huh? <laughs> Could you guys choose something a little more sophisticated? <laughs> Well, why can't Maeve just do the research on her own? I don't uh, need no man. Uh, well, mm. I, I don't think you do. But <laughs> how, how about Lloyd? What's Lloyd thinking? Well, I'm getting pretty tired of getting locked out of the museum. So I propose I go and find us a way in for next time this happens. I have the keys. Uh, what, what's wrong with the front door? You got keys? <laughs> I suggest what? the sewers. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't remember seeing a toilet. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, hold on. What's wrong with the front door? We keep going through the front I door. I got the keys from Baker. Hey, remember, we'll that's get, how we'll we got into the storage again. room. Oui, oui, maybe. Every time we go in there, we get kicked <laughs> out. Yeah. The problem is not getting in. The problem is staying in. <laughs> yeah, so we it's got a secret entrance. Problem. And Jan, Jan made the, the, the old Bethesda error of not designing toilets <laughs> <laughs> in the buildings. <laughs> Have I learned nothing from Fallout? <laughs> what well, is London, to be fair? Don't we just shit on the street? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Or in the river. In the Thames. Is there someone shitting out his window right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's also outhouses if you're, if, you're, if you're fancy like that. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, Lloyd, did you have any... What are your thoughts? My, I was... I don't know. That was like a loose plan I had because mm. I needed something mm. to do. I thought um, I could... Go on the ground, perhaps into the sewers. I'm not 100% Come sold on the idea. Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Just find, I want to find a secret entrance to the museum so that we can like go in and not be fucking pushed around by these snobs. Uh, and I don't know. But I don't know if that'll even be useful. But it'd be cool though, wouldn't it? If it's like a go find uh, Tossa and um, see if he knows any tunnels in and out of that area. Right, if he has like a map of the sewers or something. Is there sewers? Do we have sewers? We have sewers. <laughs> no, but we had uh, sewers since the Roman period. If we have sewers, then well, there's no reason to not go in them. No, no. The, we the, might even find some giant rats down there. You know, get into a good old-fashioned. You're scuffle. so desperate to get in the sewers. <laughs> but uh, how are you going to fit through the toilet? Well, sometimes there's service tunnels. Uh, I'm not banking on oh, crawling turn. up a bog. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen Crapper's <laughs> latest invention. I don't think I could fit my head, although I do have a very big head. Because I'm smart, you get it? No, no, no. <laughs> we, nothing else needed to be said. No. That is why nobody was laughing. <laughs> 1858 was a pivotal moment in the move towards indoor plumbing in London. The, the, mo- the movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was 40 years ago. Does Connor you have an definitely toilet? have a flushing toilet in Absolutely the house. Absolutely has a toilet. Okay. Uh, uh, Maybe two. One for himself, one for Michael Caine. What about your guests? Do they can use Michael Caine. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about this? Share with the butler? Yeah. Uh, how about this? I'll go take, oh. keep an eye on Henry and I don't know. That's a good idea. Make sure you don't get yeah. shanked. Did they say that back then? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they did. Okay. But oh, you know what I could get Tosspot to do? Go and grab that fucking notepad that we left behind for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
so uh, yeah, he's a little shit. I'm assuming that you can you could ask Tosspot to do that, but I'm sure it's going to cost you something. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. pie. He likes food. Just I said he likes pies. junk food, right? Mm. He likes human food because he lives in the sewers. Well, he eats his algae or something. He, he likes to algae eat and humans. No, he likes human food. Oh, okay. Like, um... He gets human food. He just wants it at an earlier stage. Then he usually encounters it at. His favorite food is a penguin bar. (laughs) Dear listeners, it's it's amazing whenever Mike makes the littlest of quips because he makes eye contact, maintains <laughs> eye contact, and is waiting for you to break down into giggles and maintains eye contact until you do. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it's skillful. Mm. Yeah, you can do that. Mm. Alright, I'll do that then. I'll go see Henry. I'll, I'll go see Tosspot, get him to do a thing, and then give him a snack. Mm. Okay, but I guess I'm going to go get an early rest. Uh, start the morning young and strong. It's not that late, is it? It's 6, 7 p.m. Okay, uh, so I have time to still get to bed after I go to see... We, we yeah. just, we just so you, you two can get a good night's rest. Right, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing to stop you going with Connor to, to Le Monde. Go on, we'll go and see Limmy Lemon Face. Capitaine, you know I will follow you to the ends of the earth. To infinity and <laughs> just to down the road. <laughs> So let's let's start then with the scene with uh, Lucius Lamander. Okay. Uh, yeah, and we will walk in. No, Finish walk it. out. No, call in. We will knock on the door. So it's it's getting quite late for Lucius, but they, she's uh, still in her shop, and there's a oh, oh, and then like tap 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 tap. And she comes to the door and opens it, is greeted immediately with a uh, McCracken in her face. She's very small, if we remember. Uh, oh, yes, um, I, I, I do, I do remember your face. Hello, hello, uh, please, do, 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 do come in, come, do come in. Did you, uh, did you have something for me? We do indeed. Thank you very much for, uh, thank you for receiving us at such an ungodly hour, Mrs. Lemonface. As we... <laughs> Lemon, lemon dare. Mrs. Lemon. As as you come in, like she puts a like a little curtain. You're gonna have to learn her name. Lemon fair. Lemon. Lemon she puts, dare. She puts Write like a down. little. She puts like a little curtain across the door and locks it. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, please, gentlemen. Uh, please uh, come, come, come through. Come through to the. Come through to the back. And she ushers you through into the back room like before. I shall uh, take out my notebook from within my jacket mm. and I will flip to the page where I made the sketch of this sigil and I will pass it over to her and I'll ask her is there anything you can tell us about this symbol? Huh Oh you you have a you, you've brought me something that I can act that I can finally work with yes 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 uh, hmm hmm and she she paused over the image that you gave me and we designed the shield together so just as a reminder this crest is uh, a shield. Where's my description? Shall we try and make it up again and no. remember it? <laughs> this shield is split into four. There is a lion, a platypus, a thistle, and a honeypot. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by ivy with a griffin and a unicorn on each side. Wasn't there a tigger in there? <laughs> you tried to retcon that. I will not. I'm not having no. that retcon. 
and she takes down the picture and she's like, oh, um, yes, 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 yes. Um, these these uh, symbols are ones that I absolutely recognize. Uh, give me one moment. And she spends five minutes uh, like with her, her ladder on her walls, uh, climbing up and down, picking up books, uh, flicking through things, opening up odd shaped books and pulling out the family trees. And her. No, 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 this is not quite right, not quite right. No, 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 no. Until she finally settles on this uh, very large book. <clears throat> She opens it up and she pulls out a whole bunch of pages. She draws her fingers along the lines and she goes, Aha! Here! Here it is! And she points to a, a point on this family tree where you can see the exact crest. And beside it, it says, The family name, The Montague Bergmans of Wilkesbury. Montague... Bergmans, like Montague hyphen Bergmans of Wilkesbury. Do I know that name? Do you specifically know that name? No, but uh, as you hear this, I'm going to say that you, you, you both are looking over her shoulder as she's doing this. Both of you roll me an investigation check. Okie dokie. I got one success. Uh, can you roll a five for me? I believe that is the first success I have rolled in this game. <laughs> now for two. And that's two success. No, sorry, that's only five. No, no successes. Uh, I got one success. Ma'am. Okay. So as she's saying this and you're looking over her shoulder, um, <clears throat> the, the location Wilkesbury uh, triggers in your brain. And you start looking at the lines that are attached to this crest and you follow a few of them down. And you see, um, at some point, connected to this, the Winfords of Wilkesbury Smythe. Cut the big carolette. Do you know who that is? Uh, I, I, I do recognize the name. Oh, yes. Um, it is the uh, Montague Bergmans of Wilkesbury. Oh, how, how very fascinating. Uh, where, 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 where did you get this crest? I saw it on a piece of luggage which had been left at a train station, at King's Cross train station, and I was trying to return it to its owner. Indeed. Indeed. Well, that is unfortunate because the Montague Bergmans are no longer based uh, within the, the United Kingdom. It was some time ago that I found the luggage. I forgot about it until just this moment. She looks at you with a kind of side eye like, indeed. Well, uh, this I can tell you. They are, they are now currently uh, relocated in Vienna. Um... The Montague Bergmans. The Montague Bergmans are now relocated in Vienna. They are not known to frequent the Isles anymore. Uh, how are they related to to this family here? Oh, um, the Winfords. We. Oh yes, the Winfords. They are connected through via several layers of marriage over several generations. Um. Uh, you see that we have this uh, Vienna connection. Uh, there are uh, various other interfamily marriages uh, across Europe that eventually led into the Winfords. Um, I believe... Give me a second. 
Wait, that explains Winford's chin. Where right now are my names? Okay. Oui. Um, where I can see that these two families overlap, there were several um, intermarriages with other uh, aristocratic families within Europe. And um, there was one marriage here with one Rosanna Mina Catalina Harrington. Uh, she married into the Winford family. Um, and thus there is a connection here with uh, the Winfords, who are local to London, I believe. Uh, so the uh, Montecu Bergmans of Hillsburg, the connection at present in the UK could only be through the Wilfords. Oh, well, I, I suppose, yes, they do have connections to the Winfords, absolutely. Lord Stash. Oh, yes, he does have an impressive mustache, doesn't he? Lord say impressive. Might be. One Fancy. of the owners of the museum. A moustache which is, insists upon itself. I don't care for it at all. Uh, to, to each one's own, I'm sure. So Lord Stash investigating his own museum sounds a bit like that could be a good way for him to get away with some trouble. Maybe even murder. Uh, m- m- murder? There, there has been a murder? Mm, there has been uh, several murders at the museum. <gasps> this oh has my. to do with the luggage he found. Oh my. How very scandalous. And she has like mm. a huge grin on her face. How very scandalous. Mm, and now we find out that Lord Stash is investigating the museum that he might actually own. This is all juicy, juicy stuff. Oh, yes, very juicy. We did previously ask her about the owner of the museum, right? You did, yes. And what if we were to tell you that the luggage that I found was in fact made up and we found this in the museum? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, shocker. (laughs) I would not be surprised in the least. You are a terrible liar, my friend. And what might you deduce from that? I could deduce that there is certainly a connection between the Winfords and the anonymous trust that this uh, museum is held in. If there is a, if if there is this crest within the museum, then there is more certainly at least a a Winford connection. Hmm. Mm. I I do read the society papers, of course, and I am aware of Winford's activities with the SSPP. Um, I do hear that he is being quite active in these things and is currently investigating some form of mystery uh, within the museum. This would make absolute sense because that would give him absolute access to the museum. Okay, so maybe he doesn't own it. Maybe some heirloom of his family is there and he wants to yes. get it back. Uh, you, you could extrapolate various things from this. It could be that there are these uh, strange things happening and he is concerned for his family heirlooms and so he's taking a, a additional interest in these things. Or it could be that because he is a member of these societies, he feels like the best person to be on the case for this since it's so deeply tied to his family's uh, possessions. Mm-mm-mm. Now that would be the smart choice, except 
all of these boxes were empty, all of the boxes with the crest, and he's insisting on spending the nights there, and the, the front man, Monsieur Baker, was poisoned, allowing him free range. Mon Dieu, it is a plot to defraud the museum. I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt your big dramatic uh, speech, but not all the crates were empty. No, but the ones with the crest, no? Ah, they, because, they, all, they all had the crest. Ah, because he's planning to do a second run tonight. We must stop this burglary. You're telling me it's insurance fraud. We? Oh, that's good. That's much smarter than what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, I just thought you, he wanted it for his place. You <laughs> think that this strange happenings at the museums is insurance fraud? Oh, Oh, how very scandalous. Mm. Do you think that the Winfords are maybe in trouble? Mm, mm. Oh, yeah, certainly they're, 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 they can't be as powerful as they once were. Oh, well, they're certainly trouble. <laughs> oh, you think that they are perhaps in some kind of financial situation? Uh, I think there's at least a financial situation and possibly some kind of sexual scandal as well. Oh, how very, very scandalous. Uh, I know, right? You who? should... You should, uh, you should sp- Talk to people and see what they think. Oh, I'm talking to people all the time, darling. Why? This is uh, this is how I get part of my information. I'm getting it all out of you right now. Hmm. Hmm. Also, I have seen his notebook, and he wrote some very scandalous things and some quite erotic drawings. Oh, how fascinating! Anything that could really publicly embarrass him. Anything that one could, let's say, hold over him. Almost certainly. Well, I think it said he liked to hold certain things on top of him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she she gives you like a little bit of a like a tap, and she's like, <laughs> "Well, because you see, to be very honest with you, gentlemen, as you can see from the way that I conduct my business, I do not deal solely with, let's say, those of the upper classes." Um, one in our modern society could never be able, could never succeed in such a place. I'll tell you a secret of mine, as you have indulged me so much with yours. I am very much a currently silent partner in the Reformation movement. I provide a lot of information and financial support for the Reformation and the other socialist movements, let's say. An opportunity to have something to hold over one such of Winford is a very appealing and interesting piece of information for myself. Mm. Okay, so we, we, we will reveal to her that he is implicated in these disappearances and murders and some kind of insurance fraud. Well, I'm just making up a lot of shit. <laughs> so, so you're 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 making up stuff that you're I'm telling her. I'm studying his name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, how v- she starts taking notes. Oh, how very fascinating. Do you have any evidence to back up these claims? Uh, there is evidence. Unfortunately, it's so valuable that I don't have it here with me. Mm-hmm. Didn't you leave it there? Did you leave? I it left there? a notebook there. Yeah. Why did we do that? I can't remember. He wanted to, he wanted to make sure that his message gets discovered, you know. I think that was it, but you you didn't leave any particular reason as to why you left it behind. You just yeah, did. No, he yeah. just wanted his message to well, be discovered. Pres- presumably it was to not leave a trace, but then you drew 
an animation of a guy shitting. So. Well, I, I, I was acting. I was acting under the mistaken impression that we were going to sneak out of there, and then he would find the book and be like, "How did he get me again? Ah, damn you, O'Leary!" <laughs> but that's not how it played out, unfortunately. Wow. Because Jacques needed to see what his fuck buddy was wearing. That's not my fuck buddy. It's your hit, we had, hit we fuck had, buddy. We had one time. There's a lot of tension there. Anyway. It was good. So basically what Lemonder is trying to tell you is that she's she's an ally. And she's not going to dob you in on mm-hmm. this. Uh, and she's more than happy to help you kind of bring down uh these guys if you have something because she's very much into the socialist so uh, if we find proof of our allegations you would be interested yeah absolutely yes i see i there are many members of the aristocracy within the reformation movement who are absolutely on board with equality for all there are many who are very resistant and could use a little could a, use a, a little hand. bit of a push mm. let's just say mm. unfortunately we must get our hands dirty but the upper classes know how to conduct business getting their hands dirty so we decided that we should have people of their status who also play by their rules if you can bring me evidence that i could use to hold over the winford clan this would be very interesting for me in the movement Hmm. Right, you be, missus. We'll come back to you with anything we find. Anything juicy? Excellent. By Jove, I think we've solved it, huh? Now I'm not entirely sure what we are solving, but I think we're close. But uh, we just need to catch them red-handed. I have that tickly feeling that I get when we're close to the end of the case. But why the Meldals? I think they're not connected, to be honest with you. The murders are not connected. Okay, okay. You don't think the murders have to do with the brag, though, do you? No. No, no the brags are not. That would be com- incredibly uncharacteristic of them to be mm. involved in such crimes. The SSPP are involved in the murders in some way. I don't know. This sounds like something we need to discuss with our friends uh, in the morning. It does. Let us retire. So yeah, let's let's wrap up this scene at Le Monde. So she she's looking very excited. She got some juicy goss, mm. spilled the tea. Mm. Like, well, gentlemen, this has been a very exciting development for myself. Um, is there anything else that I can assist you with? Can I ask her if she recognizes the names of any of the dead people whose names we have? You can, but since none of them are of lineage, mm. they will mean nothing to her. Right, okay. Mm. Well, gentlemen, this has been a very exciting development for myself and for the movement. If you have anything else of interest, please uh, do bring them to myself. Um, I would be more than happy to work with you continuously in the future. Mm. Madame Le Mondeur, you are uh, stunning, intriguing insightful, exciting. I'm running out of exa- of uh, adjectives, but you are all of those. Oh, Dr. Merci. De Beauregard, you do go on. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, what a, what a flatterer you are, Doctor. <laughs> I am, I know. It's terrible. Uh, but all, all truths, all truths. I, I would not lie to anyone. 
McCracken, get your nose editor. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, uh, please. Out of my skirts. Out of my skirts. Uh, well, with that, gentlemen, I will have to close shop for this night. Um, but please do feel free to drop by any time. I am more than happy to help you unravel the rest of this if you have something else for me. I am sure we will speak again soon, my lady. Good evening, gentlemen. Was that, was that a little curtsy bow you just it was, did? It was a little curtsy. And where, where are you retiring to? Uh, me bed. Mm. You're going home? Yes. So then we cut to Maeve. Where's Maeve at? Maeve is on her way to the Gentle Them's Club. Can you What's pin- the name of the place again? Oh. Par... Parcival... <laughs> do you have the right notebook this time, Fabio? I do. Unfortunately, I was not using the right notebook when I took this particular note. Par- the Parnell Explorers and Occultists Club. Parnell Explorers and Occultists Club. Write that down, Fabio. <laughs> He's yes, got a ma'am. pencil already ready to go. So Maeve is on her way to um, the club. Can you paint us a picture of what this opening scene looks like for her? All right. So she'll take a carriage. Presumably... Uh, Connor has one for hire or always. always. So she'll just take that carriage. Not a problem. So if you want to be cinematic about it, horse hooves on the cobblestone, click, clip, 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 clip. Approach wait, the. Wait, what? what kind of horse goes clip, 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 clip? They're clip, shoes, clip. horseshoes. Yeah, clip, clop, clip, clop. Yeah, it's like a. Let's not interrupt this dramatic moment. I'm getting cinematics from Maeve. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the carriage will pull up in front of... It was like hidden in a townhouse, right? The, yes. The club. And it has like a nondescript entrance. Mm-hmm. So she will get out from the carriage clutching uh, like a notebook or something in one arm and her like satchel in the other um, and she will approach the door and use the knocker. Because hmm. we established when you last went that Connor has keys. Right. So I, it seems like the, the members have keys. Did he pass the keys to me though? I don't think he did. But you can use the knocker no problem but the question is did you give her a key? Right, that, that's grounds for expulsion from the club. Right. So maybe this is how they, they know that this is not a member because they knock instead of having keys. So you knock on the door and there is a moment and the door is opened and Barnabas appears very prim and proper in his butler uh, outfit and he's originally looking down his nose relatively snooty because anybody who knocks on the door is uh, not a member. But then he looks down his nose sternly and then he opens his eyes and like, oh... Good evening, madam. You were here with uh, Mr. O'Leary previously, correct? Yes, sir. Ah, then you come well recommended. Can I help you? I was wondering if I could make use of your library again. Oh, well, a friend of O'Leary's is a friend of this club for sure. Please, madam. And he shows you in. She comes in, takes off her coat, and uh, makes a beeline for the library. Um, would you require any refreshments, ma'am? Ah, whiskey if you have it. Exquisite taste, ma'am. We're we're gonna research 
while while he brings her whiskey. So she's looking specifically for books on rituals and specifically anything having to do with ritual sacrifice and or organs, be they animal or human. So let's get a little bit more specific. We've mm-hmm. got, uh, let's say we've got sacrifice rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to talking about organs, what kind of thing are we looking at? Ritual removal, ritual sacrifice. Removal and use of the organs after removal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like removing them and then using them in a ritual for some, for something else. Okay. Um, make me investigation roll. Yep. Somebody give me dice. And does my um, occultist background help me at all? No. That is a success. One success. Yep. Okay. Three fives, but one six. Mm. Okay. Gonna push? Should I push? Oh, shouldn't she? I, I'm happy to push. So, yeah, you can push it, and then I need to figure out what the... But there will be consequences if there is a fail in the push. So you re-roll the ones that are not successes. Yeah, that didn't help at all. Shite. Oh, dang. Uh, so you do... That was bad advice. You shouldn't have listened to it. <laughs> so you, that does mean that you gain a condition, though. No, we we looked this up last time. You don't get a condition right away. Yeah. No, oh, not, not, one of, not one of the criticals. You right, get right, yeah, yeah. So I either get, what was it, angry or exhausted? Frightened or hopeless. Oh, it can be angry, any of them? Angry, frightened, Aren't these levels? Thing. No. No, you no. can choose, like, broken is the final level, but you have to have four in physical or four in mental to, to get broken. But you, those are not in order. You can choose whatever you want, whichever is narratively the most appropriate. So maybe frightened? Maybe something in the books freaks her out. Sure. Okay, I'll mark that. Frightened. Okay, so with your one success, um, I'll say that you, I'd also say that you, you spending most of the night doing this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, I imagine it would take some time. You find a lot of things on ritual sacrifice. Um, There is a lot of very ancient British history of ritual sacrifice um, for ancient cultures. Um, The practices of um, uh, sacrificing people to ancient gods um, for um, appeasing. Mm -hmm. Um, There is various histories that are known um, from the north of England um, that are primarily more Viking than Roman in lineage. Um, and Vikings were known for um, a particularly nasty ritual known as the Blood Eagle, um, which for those who are not familiar is when you would be tied to a post, your back would be cut open, an axe would be used to sever your ribs, and then they would basically open up your ribs like a hinge on the back outwards so that they look like wings. Uh, Then they'd pull out the lungs whilst still attached through the back and place them up over your shoulders, uh, and then you'd be left to, to bleed out. Um, you also find um, some books um, 
that uh, are related to uh, you find an interesting amount of books that are um, not giving you knowledge on Egyptian history because it is related to the museum mm-hmm. that you find them uh, that describes uh, the mummification um, embalming process uh, process and uh, where they would take uh, they would take the organs and put them in put canopic them in can- jars yep. Um, the idea being that when uh, the mummy the mummy has everything removed um, and is filled with resin, the the organs are kept in canopic jars, and when they go into the afterlife, um, the only thing that is the most important is the heart. The heart is weighed by the gods against the feather of mat, and that determines the amount of their sins. And if they can go on into the afterlife, they have their organs there along with all of their grave goods. To be able to live healthily and happily in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, is any of it seeming to be relevant to the um, missing missing people and the way they were found and their organs removed? Because that's those are the clues that I'm looking for specifically. All three of these cases that I presented could be linked. So you have the ritual sacrifice of ancient uh, Britain, known for appeasing gods, and mm-hmm. you know that this um, this creature, this vesen, is angry. You have the case of the Viking um, blood eagle, because that you know that uh, Rosie's lungs were removed, and then you have the case of the Egyptian stuff, and that you know that there are canopic jars in the museum with the uh, the mummy in the, in, in, in the display in the museum. So now the way that Vesum works in this, that you've got in this condition, you need to then narratively um, add into this, how does this frightened state then come about from what you've learned? What about this frightens Maeve so much? Um, hmm. I don't know. I find the the Viking one to be particularly gruesome, and maybe that's what freaks her out the most because Rosie was also uh, a redhead, and she feels like maybe she could be potentially targeted for that. I don't know if the Vikings had a thing for red hair or not, but yeah. Um, I mean, they they did have a thing for coming over to the these isles and ransacking the land, but it wasn't exclusively Celt by that point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They, they would uh, rape the land and pillage the women. <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, yeah. So Maeve is very disturbed and she feels almost um, like this is something that could happen to her. And that's why it freaks her out so much. Um, I would say that uh, let's have a, this imagining of uh, Maeve is reading this text about the blood eagle. She remembers Rosie, who's also this redhead. If you remember when you touched the ragdoll, I lived that. You, lived you that had experience. this vision and you had this extreme pain in your chest and you couldn't breathe. So I would say that as you're reading this about the, the blood eagle, you flash back mm-hmm. to this memory and again you start to like have this re- like a kind of so automatic she starts reaction. to hyperventilate basically yeah. you and remember I, what this was like and it frightens this you. probably calls the attention of other people in the library though no if she starts to hyperventilate over a book i would say there's nobody in the library right now there are other people in the club but nobody in the library right now okay so she's alone 
She's alone. But uh, let's say uh, you're sitting there, you're starting to hyperventilate, you're remembering uh, the pain that you had in your chest that you couldn't breathe, and this is when Barnabas appears at the door. With the whiskey. <laughs> with the whiskey. You turn around, and he, he brings I'm it to you on a I'm extremely startled by his appearance. Mm-hmm. So oh. I, like, jump out of my chair a little bit and go, Oh, goodness. A thousand. You, you scared me. A thousand apologies, ma'am. Um, your whiskey. Perhaps it will uh, help bring some color back to your cheeks. You look uh, absolutely uh, ghastly. Did you find something that disagreed with you? What a lovely compliment. <laughs> Just take the whiskey. <laughs> uh, my, my apologies. I, I did not mean to offend. But that purely that you looked like you could use a drink. She takes a drink and takes a big sip of it. Um, and it takes like a few seconds, but then she starts to like calm down a little, but she still looks pretty freaked out. This condition will last for it's probably last until tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, could I be of assistance with anything else, Mom? Um, unless you know about ritual sacrifice, she points at the book, probably not. I was just, it's a little disturbing, is all. I'm afraid my area of expertise is more um, boot polish and uh, selecting the correct tea for the time of day. However, there are several other members uh, currently in residence uh, who perhaps could uh, be of assistance to you. Anyone who has interest in the occult? Well, it's an occultist club. Specifically this type of occult. <laughs> so I will offer you this question. The, the two people who would be of most interest to talk to right now, from my opinion, is Penelope and the Admirable. Uh, the Admirable? The, the Admiral. <laughs> the Admirable Admiral. We said this last time and I keep doing it. Um, so I would... I, actually, I don't know if the Admirable... <laughs> I don't know if the Admiral... Admirable. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. I don't think the Admiral would be a member of this club. Because she's SSPP. So it Penelope would be Penelope. Yeah. I will, yes. I mean, Maeve has never met Penelope, so she wouldn't know to ask for mm. this person specifically, which is why mm-hmm. she's saying somebody who might be interested in this particular topic. Um, Lady Penelope is in residence currently. She could be of assistance to you. Oh, okay. Uh, where is she? Last I saw her, she was robbing some fine gentlemen of their money at the billiards table. Ah, she sounds delightful. I, um, can I leave my research here for a moment? Absolutely, ma'am. And I'm sure that you will find Lady Penelope quite droll. Of course. So, Maeve will stand up, she'll take her whiskey with her, like, kind of white-knuckled. Um... Which way is the billiards room? <laughs> oh, you will find it on the ground floor, um, second door on the right uh, from the hallway. She'll make her way there. Just follow the sound of the billiard balls clacking and men despairing at the holes in their wallets. Clip clop, clip clop. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's a clip, 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 clip. <laughs> Stop making fun of me! <laughs> it's, it's like you've never seen an horse before. Seen! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
listening, folks. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. It'll help spread the word and also help others to find us too. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to connect with us on Twitter, you can. You can find us at at Tales of Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. The Tales of Podcast crew are Erica as Maeve McKenzie. You can reach her on Twitter with at underscore Erica. Fabio as Connor O'Leary. Charles as Jacques de Beauregard. Mike as Lloyd. Everyone else and sound design was by me, Jan. You can reach me on Twitter with at thatlastjan. All music and sound effects used with permission and may have been edited or modified for use. Further details can be found in the show notes. (laughs) See you next episode! I want a waffle, though I would love a waffle. I'd love a good potato waffle.